on the Pasuk at the end of the parsha where it speaks about Zohar as Amolik to remember what Amolik did, Chazal tell us that it says Zohar, which means you should remember it verbally with your mouth, and Loisishkach means don't forget it, which means in your heart. In a similar way, we also say about Shabbos, Shabbos, Zohar is here, Shabbos, Lakachoy. So Zohar means Bepeh, that you should remember it with your mouth, and Shomer is here, Shabbos, Lakachoy means that you should remember it in your heart. So both Shabbos and Amolek have this comparison to remember them both in our mouth and in our hearts. In a similar way, both of these are also, we're also told that it's a, we need to remember them constantly. The Rambam tells us, about Amolik, that this is something that we need to constantly remember about what Amolik did. And the Ramban explains to us regarding Shabbos, that Shabbos we don't only remember on Shabbos, but he says that we need to remember it all week round. The Rebbe says this might help us also understand a Medrash. Where the Medrash in Pirkei Rabbi Eliezer is saying that the Yidin were saying to Moshe Rabbeinu, how can we possibly do both of these mitzvahs together? How can we possibly be remembering both Shabbos as well as Amalek? So possibly the explanation is because if you're being told to remember something constantly, how can we remember, keep in mind, two things constantly? But the Rebbe says the truth of the matter is it's hard to say that this is what was bothering the Yidin. Because there's other things that we're also told to remember on a regular basis. We're told to remember Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim all the time. Furthermore, the Chinuch brings, there are six mitzvahs, like Emunas Hashem and Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem, that we need to be having constantly in our minds every single moment. So the question is, what was really bothering the Yidin when they say, how could we remember and have these two things in mind, both of them? So in the Pirkei Rebbe Eliezer itself, it goes on to say that Moshe Rabbeinu said to the Yidin, that you can't compare a kois of spiced wine, a cup of spiced wine, and a kois of vinegar, a cup of vinegar. This one is a cup, and this one is a cup. Meaning Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, yes, we have two things over here, but they're different to each other. In the case of Shabbos, we are told to guard it and to make it holy. In the case of Amalek, we're told to remember it in order to punish Amalek. This is what Moshe Rabbeinu is responding to their question, how we can have both of these things together. So the Rebbe says, first of all, how did he answer their question? The question was still how we could still remember them both all the time. Number two, why is he specifically comparing it to a cup of wine and a cup of vinegar? Number three, the Rebbe is asking, why specifically the idea of a cup? You could speak about wine and vinegar. Why the emphasis on a cup? That each one is a cup. And finally, what is Moshe Rabbeinu actually adding to what they didn't know before? The Pasuk already said, you should remember it to make it holy, and Amalek to punish him. So what's Moshe Rabbeinu saying? They're different to each other, because this one you have to remember to keep holy, and this one you have to remember to punish. So the Rebbe explains, generally we have a number of categories of mitzvahs. There's mitzvahs we do with our actions, with our speech, with our machshava. Then there's mitzvahs that we're told that we need to remember something. What does it mean to remember something? When the Torah wants us to remember, and especially the Torah wants us to remember in order to do something about it, it means without only mentioning it with our mouth, although that's part of the mitzvah, but it means that it's really on our minds. We're living with it. We're, we're reliving what happened, and as a result of that, we're going to do something. So this is the question really what the Yidin were asking. That is, 
We can understand when there is mitzvahs that are of a similar theme, a similar common goal. We can understand how you could be having them all in mind together. You could have them in mind and believing in Hashem and loving Hashem and fearing Hashem, etc. Because generally they're all in one category. But here we seem to be demanding two opposite things. And we have to be living with both of them at the same time. On the one hand, we're being told to remember Shabbos. What's remembering Shabbos? That is, as the Chinuch explains, to remember that Hashem is the one that created the world. Hashem is constantly creating the world. Hashem is the one controlling the world. Remembering Amalek is an exact opposite mode. It's about remembering and keeping in mind that there's someone that wants to negate the fact that Hashem is in charge. He knows about Hashem Amalek, the Chazal tell us, knows Hashem and intentionally is rebelling against Hashem. In other words, it's all about negating the whole idea of Elikus. Even though, yes, we want to punish him for it, but bottom line is what we're being misboyned in is that there is something out there that could be a contradiction to Hashem. This is their question. How can we have these two opposite things together? On the one hand, be permeated with a feeling that Hashem is the only reality and the boss of the world. And on the other hand, to remember that there is some sort of entity out there that's rebelling against Hashem's authority in the world. Says Moshe Rabbeinu to them, they're both cups. This is a cup of wine and this is a cup of vinegar. Uh, what's vinegar? On the one hand, it's, you can't drink it. It's not really a drink. On the other hand, vinegar specifically, the Gemara says, is something that restores, revives the soul. First of, furthermore, where does vinegar come from? Usually vinegar that Chazal speak about is vinegar coming from wine. So the vinegar itself is rooted in the wine. What does this all mean? So just like the vinegar that comes from the wine, a malik really has a shoyrish in Kedusha. Meaning to say, the actual fact that there could even be an entity out there in the world that could rebel against Hashem, even that's coming from the koyach of Hashem. Hashem is the one that's allowing for something like that to be. The way we are going to reveal the elikus element to do with that is going to be by us nullifying, negating a malik, negating the idea of anything rebelling against Hashem. And that is going to reveal that really the only reality of everything is only, is only Hashem. And that tells us, that reveals, that helps us realize that even this Metzius Amalek is not a true contradiction to Elikos. We need to remember Hashem is the one that made it and how we need to deal with it. What Hashem wants from, with, uh, from, from us to deal, how to deal with it. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu is saying. This one is a cup, this one is a, a kois, a container, a receptacle, and this one is. Meaning to say, they're both a receptacle and a clay, a clay kibble, a container to bring down the kedusha and, and godliness into the world. But in Shabbos, it's going to be within the idea of Shabbos itself. In other words, truly in a positive way, revealing Achlus Hashem, the oneness of Hashem, to remember Shabbos, to keep it holy, etc. And regarding Amalek, it's going to be the opposite way. It's about negating and removing this sort of attitude of rebelling against Hashem. And what happens then? We said vinegar restores and revives the soul. In other words, Davka, sometimes through these negative things, we come to a deeper level. The Altarebbe explains in Tanya that Ha'ebishter has two types of pleasure from our avoider. There is the avoider, more like the tzaddik, that ha- like the pleasure of a food that's just sweet from the start, from the outset. And then there is something, a special tiny, a special nachas, that comes from something that's sharp, something that's sour. And Dafka that could revive the soul when it's spiced in the proper way. And he explains that this is the pshat of the Pasuk, that Hashem had created certain things in the world that seem to be bad and evil and all of that, Rishoyim, but it's really so that they'll transform it into good and into light. And this is the point that we're speaking about Amalek, or like the Chaimetz, being compared to the vinegar. Moshe Rabbeinu was telling them that again, 
They're both here for the same focus. One of them is a zohar in which we're bringing down a lakus in a revealed way in one particular way. The other one is about transforming it and revealing what its true purpose is all about. And the Rebbe says we have a hero over here in both extremes. On the one hand, even someone that's on a very high level, he's on the level of remembering Shabbos. He's on himself on a Shabbos level, on a very holy level. At the same time, he needs to remember that there's an Amalek as well, meaning to say he should never think I'm so holy that I'm completely disconnected from the world and I don't even have to worry about the negativity in the world, the klipos in the world, because as we said, even Amalek has a root in Kedusha, and if you're not going to be careful, it can end up even in Amalek, separating from Hashem. On the other hand, even a person that thinks he's so lowly, he's like Amalek, rebelling against Hashem, should never give up, should always know that he's like that cup of vinegar, which really can eventually restore the soul. You can come to even a higher darga, transforming the darkness into light. And therefore, together with remembering the Amalek, you need to remember Shabbos. In other words, that he too could be elevated and come to the highest levels of Kedusha like Shabbos.